This is CX of M Radio, the voice of customer experience professionals. Welcome to Clued In with Lou Carbone, a thought-provoking opportunity to expand your perspectives and advance the impact you can make in the CX, EX, and patient experience space. Lou's undeniable combination of the depth of experience and knowledge in this space is unparalleled. As a driver inside organizations as well as consulting, Lou offers distinctive thought stimulation, is a dedicated mentor and teacher. Welcome. This is Lou Carbone, and thank you so very much for spending time listening to Clued In. I hope you enjoy this episode. The episode is Fixing Basics. Will real opportunity pass you by? Often the very common question that I see in the world of experience management is this idea of tackling more distinctive and more sophisticated approaches to experience management and putting that off saying we don't have the basics down. We've got so much to do to really get the basics down. If you've seen the movie uh, My Cousin Vinny and Marissa Tomei is standing on the porch and is talking about marriage uh, with Vinny and is tapping her toe and basically says, my biological clock is ticking to try to get Vinny to actually move. I'm telling you that your experiential clock is ticking, that unless you begin to aim higher and move beyond just fixing basics, time will pass you by. I have stories that I've been told secondhand about Polaroid, a company that made instant cameras that uh, were self-developing, a major brand in the 50s, 60s, 70s. And the story goes that uh, Bill Gates was actually doing an internship at Polaroid and had a concept of digital photographs and would present it to the board and to Edward Land, the founder of the Polaroid Corporation, the idea was dismissed because they saw themselves as being in the coding business. The very same thing happened at Kodak. Uh, when they were showed a digital camera, they wondered why there weren't more pictures that could be held and the size of the camera was much larger than the Kodak camera at the time. And Kodak saw itself in the business of memories and missed the boat. Both of those brands are a shadow, not even a shadow. They're a foregone, forgotten piece of dominant businesses in the U.S. So. I believe that this idea of basics obsession can actually create obstructions. 
And what is so critical in today's business world is velocity and momentum. And unless we begin to move from fixing broken things, we can actually create experiential management myopia. That experiential management myopia is looking at fixing broken things, fixing basics. Basics will be elevated. Basics will actually, some of the basics will be eliminated. If all we look at is the existing experience and fixing the basic elements of that basic experience as it exists in a journey map and improving that journey, we face the opportunity of a myopic view that doesn't allow us to leapfrog and actually grow considerably, to grow with velocity, to grow with intensity, and to create extraordinary consumer engagement and bonding. This myopia is extraordinarily dangerous. As Ted Levitt, who was a professor at the Harvard Business School, talked about marketing myopia. And that marketing myopia was that the railroads saw themselves in the railroad business versus being in the transportation business and were blinded by that narrow vision that didn't have the peripheral view of what could be versus what is. I've seen this happen over and over again. I've seen it happen in my own experiences with what was one of the most powerful restaurant chains on the face of the earth back 20, 30 years ago, the Howard Johnson Company, which is non-existent today because there was a focus on fixing what was broken and missing where consumers actually resided and understanding what consumers didn't even know they desired. And that void was filled by other organizations. That myopia, this concept of myopia in the car rental industry, what I learned in working in that industry when I was the vice president of marketing at National Car, and when I worked with numerous car rental companies is the business had changed, that customer contact was actually taking place at a guardhouse, yet all of the effort was fixing basics at counter. Nothing was being done with people that were shuttling cars, checking cars in, in the guardhouses where you're actually conducting any kind of human interaction. They missed the opportunity to create distinctive experiences. They were more concerned about the basics at the counter while counter bypass was becoming a thing of the past and actually got better at fixing the wrong thing. So what we must understand that emotions trump basics. That's why we need to be concerned about how we cause people to feel in an experience. The functionality of the experience will actually be enhanced and elevated if we elevate our view 
of how we cause people to feel. I often tell a story about how forgiving we are about the basics and what could be more functional than the outcome of a haircut. One of my very favorite stories and a favorite story of many folks that I talk to is my recollection and my emotional engagement and my basic brand support and bond to an organization called Truford and Hill. Truford and Hill was the first barbershop ever founded in the UK. I happened to be in Toronto, Canada. And in Toronto, I was early for a meeting. I wandered by this barbershop called Truford and Hill. And the scent coming from that barbershop was mesmerizing. It reminded me of a cologne that my father and my grandfather wore, a very exclusive cologne. It was only sold in supermarkets and grocery stores, uh, Aquavelva. But that scent got to me, and I ended up going into this barber shop. And there the barbers were dressed in white coats, name tags. I was offered tea. My shoes were taken to be shined. I was wearing slippers. And we were about to make a presentation, and I was early for this presentation. So I decided I might as well get this haircut. Well, I got the haircut. It was absolutely an unbelievable experience. Hot towels. I actually got a shave, and I don't even shave. I have a beard. The experience was so overwhelming, so relaxing, that when I went to the presentation... I could have done handstands on the conference table. That's how motivated, excited, and energized I was. And feeling that great about myself because how I have been treated and what the experience was like. Well, when I got to the hotel and flipped the light switch on, I realized that I did not have a great haircut, but I felt fantastic. The haircut, and any time you get your haircut for the first time at a new barbershop, there are always some things that need to be understood or worked with. I have relatively unruly hair on one side of my head. And it stood out like a platform. I ended up using a hairdryer, trying to get my hair to sit down on the one side. Although the functionality and the basic aspect of what they provided wasn't perfect that first time, I am addicted to haircuts at Truford and Hill. It is the most powerful experience, and now I get the most amazing haircuts. I actually began scheduling time to get haircuts on trips to Toronto where this client was. Truford and Hill concentrated on the total experience in addition to the basics, in addition to the very fundamental service that they provided. But if the experience is extraordinary and it causes us to feel a certain way, we end up becoming very forgiving. I've gone to the Truford and Hill in London 
and any time I can schedule a haircut at Truford and Hill anywhere on the globe, I do. Because the experience, the total experience, the experience of the functionality and an extraordinary haircut and shave now, the atmospherics or the mechanic clues that deal with scent and the entire feeling, and the humanic clues making me feel so special, so confident. That confidence I had in that presentation was second to none. But the surprise as I went back to my room and flipped on the light switch and realized that the haircut did not live up to basic expectations. But I returned again and again and again because how it made me feel about myself. A great advertising executive, Leo Burnett, who was the head of the Burnett Agency in Chicago, which was known for things like Tony the Tiger and creating these characters like the Jolly Green Giant, had probably one of the most poignant directives for anyone that is caught in thinking about the world of basics and let's do what we need to do to get by. What Leo Burnett said was when you reach for the stars, you might not quite get one, but you won't come up with a handful of mud either. My experience at Truford and Hill proved that a thousand times over. What that haircut did was it helped me. And Burnett also goes on to say, what helps people helps business. So as we look at fixing basics, as we look at the idea of, oh my gosh, we need to get the basics done, I implore you to reach for the stars the basics will improve. The basics will improve more than they will focusing on each of these because focusing on fixing broken things and experiences that are not designed, that are not managed to create this deep emotional bond is like playing whack-a-mole. The impact that you can have in raising the bar will eliminate, and I can guarantee in the work that I've done in over three decades, that in working on a higher elevation, reaching for the stars, you will improve every basic aspect of your business because it is not about fixing process, it's about creating a commitment, an understanding, a sense of clue consciousness, and a focus on how we desire, helping customers feel what they desire feeling, helping people, which ultimately helps our business. I have seen this over and over again. If you want to have your experiential clock ticking, 
and not get to a point where you've developed a significant competitive advantage, then remain in the world of fixing broken processes. Remain in the world of fixing basics. Yes, you'll get a little bump, but you'll also find setbacks. You will not find the velocity and the momentum to create distinctive economic value in the marketplace that provides a sustainable, cultural, driven advantage over the competition. If everyone is doing the same thing, fixing basics, we will end up with the homogeneity and the commoditization of experiences. I implore you, I beg to take the high road, to use new tools, to look at unconscious thought, to look at emotional bonds, and then begin to build that experience, and the basics will come along with that. The basics are minimum expectations. Where we can win is superseding those expectations on a higher level, a level of unconscious binding, emotional bonds. If we focus on creating deep emotional bonds that cause people to feel that they would mourn the loss of your organization, is the future. Don't let that experiential clock expire. Thank you so very much for joining me today. I am deeply honored and pleased to spend this time with you. May all your experiences be exceptional, memorable, and positive. Wishing you the very best always. This is Lou Carbone, as Robert Frost would say in his poem, The Road Not Taken, Two Roads Diverged in a Wood and I took the one less traveled by, and that has made all the difference. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening to Clued In with Lou Carbone. If the advancement of the practice of experience management's financial and emotional impact drives you, please reach out to Lou on LinkedIn or visit experienceengineering.com or email us at info at expeng.com. Thanks for joining us for this session of CX of M Radio. Be sure to rate, review, and subscribe to the show and visit cxofm.org for more resources.